Max's dad got arrested for attempted murder? What's up, everybody? Welcome. We got to talk really fast because it's the sprint episode number two, bitch. All right. <laughs> I, was not, I was not prepared for that. <laughs> I just went in. You did. Um, you went a little too hard. Okay. It's okay, guys. All right, we'll restart. Good cop, bad cop. All right, guys. All right, guys. <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. But not on this occasion. Lewis Ham. <laughs> started off a bit too strong there um you did. well welcome to this is the second ever sprint episode which are episodes that are sort of meant to be in between uh like on off weekends in between races shorter stuff that is not necessarily related to a particular race um they're meant to be shorter the last sprint episode is technically the shortest episode we've done so far damn right it is <laughs> But um, we're, we're still seeing how long these will end up being. Because I don't know. We don't know yet. They're, they're basically mini episodes, guys. Because F1 is weird. <laughs> Sorry. F1 <laughs> is weird and likes to do these, like, random week breaks. Not random. So that will hopefully be... It might be a thing we do more often. It's kind of like how the, fir- or the, the second episode was an hour and a half long. It's yeah. basically like that episode split into two. Mm-hmm. There's something else we want to talk about that doesn't necessarily relate to a particular race. Then it'll be a sprint episode. And we're not, we probably won't do them. For, we're not going to do them for every single weekend. Cause that would be like a thousand episodes we make, <laughs> but there is a lot of stuff to talk about related mm-hmm. to F1. Just can't fit it all in there sometimes. That's what she said. Um, so today, we are going to talk about, well, it's going to be more me probably like running a fucking lecture here. Um, so I hope it turns out well. If it's not, then I just won't upload this video and you'll never, or fucking, what is this? I won't upload this podcast and you'll never <laughs> listen to it. I got my notes out. I'm ready. <laughs> Professor Noel. So today I'm going to be talking about the worst F1 team ever in the history of Formula One. You will be playing that a lot, probably. The but it's a little bit, it's out. almost like a little worse than that, though. Uh-oh. So, um, before we start, and obviously it is a very different F1, but when someone tells you the worst F1 team ever, what do you think some qualities of that would mean? What do you think that entails? Like, some of the, maybe the, how much points they score, their management. What do you think? What do you think when you hear worst F1 team ever? I think, I think the worst F1 team entails how much money they have to spend on fixing the cars that they wreck, as well as how many points they score, as well as like how good their pit stops are and how well they are managed when it comes to like press conferences and all that other stuff. But I think the biggest thing is just like, you spend a shit ton of money on trying to fix a car that that you keep crashing into a fucking wall every fucking weekend. Like, you got something wrong. You got something wrong. Or if your car keeps fucking breaking, it keeps falling apart. That's what. Buckle up. Oh, no. So basically, I think there are a lot of things that happen to this team, but I would say the probably closest modern example to anything even close to this team would probably be like, 
that rich energy shit with oh, Haas. Yeah, yeah. But even then, it's it's so much. It is so much. Ugh, oh, God. It's a lot. So, <laughs> oh, God. So the team that I am talking about today is Andrea Moda, which I'm going to have to do a little bit of history here because F1 was super different back then. So this team is from 1992 and the 90s, the early 90s are home. Ancient. The early 90s are home to a lot of teams that could be considered the worst or some of the worst F1 teams ever because I really feel like back then there was more of a, if you could get your buddies together and you were all millionaires, oh, yeah. you could just start an F1 team. Yeah. And they then they'd let you. Hey, so fuck it. So... In 1992, Andrea Moda was one of 16 teams that competed in that season. Holy shit. And there were only 16 races in that season. So more teams, less races. But there was a limit. They only let 26 cars start the race. So math. Uh, 16 teams, that's 32 cars, I think. Okay. So it was actually possible to... Not Fail nice. to qualify. Do not qualify. DNQ. Hmm. So keep that in mind when you're Could when you we imagine? start to talk about this. Um, that is still technically a rule, I think. But we're only at 20 cars. I cannot. I I don't even know the last time we were at 26 cars. It was probably the 90s. So Damn. Um, So this team, Andrea Moda, was in 1991 was called Coloni, and. Coloni is also. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna throw a bunch of names at you. I just. I was just thinking of Coloni. Sounds just like. Uh, it's like, if someone were trying to like, what's the Spanish word for cologne? <laughs> Coloni. <laughs> so Coloni was also one of the worst F1 teams ever, um, but it did race. Um, they in 1991. I don't think they qualified for a single race in 1991 for the first half of the season. They actually had Subaru engines. Only time Subaru has ever participated in F1. I own a Subaru, everybody. So, <laughs> but they never made a race, and Go then Subaru. Subaru was like, "All right, fuck this, we're out." And so I, I don't know who the hell they ran for, but Subaru. <laughs> Please cut that out. <laughs> I won't. Um, so. So heading into 1992, Coloni was bought by a man named Andrea Sassetti. He was an Italian man. He was a no shoe. Duh. He was a shoe designer. Uh, his company was called Andrea Moda. Have you ever heard of the company called Andrea Moda? No, but I'm about to look up the shoes to see if I recognize. Well, them. hold on. You probably don't because oh. back then and even today, no one knows about this company. Um, if you look up Andrea Moda, you're probably going to see the team I'm talking about hold right on, now. Hold on, I look up Andrea Moda shoes. There is there is one store left for Andrea Moda. I think it's in Singapore. I don't know a whole lot about what they do, what it all is. Oh, I found them. So in 1992 and today, no one knew what Andrea Moda was as a shoe company. It was like a like he said it existed, but we don't no one really had ever heard of it. So that's kind of the sort right. of rich energy connection there. Um possible ties to the mafia. Nobody really knows where he got his money from. Some people say he inherited it. Some people say it was from the shoe company. It, there was a lot of um there were a lot of a lot of questions about this guy. So yeah, the first employees for the team were employees from his shoe company. So I don't mm. exactly know if I had a one team. Shoe company. <laughs> Even if it is real, I don't know if I would want 
my F1 team being run by a bunch of shoemakers. Hey, maybe they're Schumachers. Schumacher, <laughs> maybe. Um, Quote, unquote. He had a third-party chassis builder build the car, which is not uncommon. Haas do it now, I think. But it was not ready for the start of the season. Ugh. So. The drama. Heading into the first race, their drivers were Alex Cafe and Enrico Bertaghi, G-G-I-A, close enough. You're doing great. They're Italian. It's just like when I was doing the horoscope episode, not trying to pronounce the wives and girlfriends. We luckily won't be hearing too much of those drivers for the season. So before we head into round one, how many times do you think this team raced? 16 rounds. They did race. But if you could guess, remember, you could fail to qualify. They did race. Three. All right, let's head in. So (laughs) round one. South Africa. So they headed up into the 1992 South African Grand Prix with the 1991 Colony car, the okay. car that they bought. And they had not paid the $100,000 new entry fee, mm. which, by the way, totally, well, kind of related. The, en- the current new entry fee, if you wanted to start an F1 team, is $200 million. So, Damn, inflation should be crazy, man. So $100,000. The FIA told them, hey, you can't do this without paying the fee. Like, you're a new team. You yeah. can't use that car. It's not yours. That's their guy from last year. And Andrea Sassetti, trying to dodge the fee, said that they were just Coloni, but a new name. Like, they bought all the assets to the team, but right. not, like, the team itself. It's kind of a weird, like, thing. But weird. the FIA were like, fuck out of here. You're <laughs> fucking with us. They're like, no. And they were excluded from the South African Grand Prix. Both yeah. cars. So that's race one down. One down. Round two, Mexico. They showed up, did not have the cars still. FIA told them to get the fuck out. <laughs> the only reason they came was because they wanted to avoid a $200,000 fee if you just didn't show up. So, I'm so confused. Wait, so how can they get fee- how can they get feed if they never paid the entry fee? I think I think they did. I think okay, I okay. think he did. I couldn't find anywhere that said he did, but considering like they before showed Mexico, up, he yeah, did. before before um, since they showed up, I'm assuming they did. So okay, okay. they paid that fee. I, I didn't see anything from there. I was about to say FIA. That's fucked, man. <laughs> like, so that's Mexico round three, Brazil. So the actual car was ready. Um, from what people like experts, I'm no expert on any of this, but from like aerodynamicists or fucking whatever the fuck they, whoever builds the fucking cars. Yeah. Um, it sounds like the car actually wasn't a bad car. Like okay. it was decently aerodynamic and it was, it looked decent. Right. Um, this is definitely a case where it was in the wrong hands. Like the Haas car. <laughs> Yeah, so the old drivers got fired for bad-mouthing the team because if you're a driver, you want to drive. They did not do that in the first two races. Yeah, fair. So the old drivers were, were like, fuck you. Like, I don't know exactly what they said, but fuck and there was no internet back then, so it must have been published in a magazine or something like that. That's crazy. And um, so the new drivers, Roberto Moreno and Pierre McCarthy, uh, Roberto Moreno is someone who spent a lot of time in really shitty F1 cars. I don't think he's a bad driver, but that's one thing I want to preface this. And you'll see, you'll see this a lot as we go on. Mm-hmm. This is the team's fault and not the driver's fault. Yeah. So like we shit on Nicholas Latifi cause he sucks, but this is no, <laughs> this is no Nicholas Latifi situation. Tis not Williams and Nicholas Latifi. So 
Pierre McCarthy was denied a super license, so he was not allowed to race. Wait, question. Answer, maybe? You have to get a specific license to drive a F1 car? Yes. You have to have an FIA super license or some shit. You actually don't... Well, you didn't before need a real driver's license to get one of these. Right, because didn't Max... Because Max Verstappen did not have a real driver's license. Um, That's weird. But you do need a specific license. There's like a whole point system. You have to run f2 you have to have like 40. oh so you have to have you have to run f2 you don't have to run f2 i think you can get the same amount of super license points for running f3 or oh, okay, indycar okay. or anything like that but there's like a in a three-year span you need 40 super license points you can also get them by doing tests in f1 like if you do a certain amount of tests oh miles. okay okay i don't know what it was like back then but he was denied a super license, so he was excluded from this race. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, that is my question. I just wanted to know if, I don't know. I never really thought about that. Yeah, it's a whole thing. You don't really hear about it too much because usually it's the drivers fine. who are coming in are, they have the points Super already. licensed. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Roberto Moreno, the other driver in qualifying, set a lap that was 16 seconds slower than the next slowest car oh God. and 23 seconds off the pole speed. Oh God. So he did not qualify for the Brazilian Grand Prix. Really? Oh my God. <laughs> what a plot twist. And that is the Brazilian Grand Prix weekend <laughs> for them. Round four, Spain. Pierre McCarthy was granted a super license, but his engine cut out four meters after the pit exit. Oh my God. And so Roberto Moreno's engine on his qualifying run failed like completely failed, like Ferrari style this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they brought back Pierre McCarthy's car and fixed it so R Roberto Moreno could drive it, and he still failed to qualify. <laughs> oh, my God. So that is Spain. Round five. <laughs> Imola. Both of the cars still did not qualify. McCarthy's car did not have a windscreen, and the seat did not fit. So you can imagine Lewis Hamilton talking about his back right now. Yeah. But his seat fit properly. Oh, God. This guy's seat is shaking all over the place. And, he and he's got no windscreen. He's just so blasted. Yeah, so that fucked up. And then uh, it's the fucking Bertiga, the first guy, one of the first guys who I didn't know his name, Bertiga, yeah. whatever. He came back with like a million dollars to be a pay driver. He was kicked out for bad mouthing, but Andreas said, you know, he wants money. Right, right, right. So he came back with money, but the FIA blocked the driver's transfer because they saw like they saw that he was in it for the money, I think. I don't know right. exactly, but they, they blocked the transfer because they said, you can't keep switching drivers like that. We know what you're doing. Yeah. You can't do that. So from this point on, Sassetti was very mad at Pierre McCarthy, uh -huh. the driver they currently have, which right. it wasn't his fault, but... Wait, Sassetti's the... The owner. Owner, okay. Basically okay. the team principal. Yeah. Just compare this guy to Total Wolf, basically. Like, <laughs> it only gets better. Um, I love it. So he blamed McCarthy for that, even though it wasn't really his fault. And he spent basically the rest of the season trying to get him to be out of the seat. Okay. So that's Imola. Round six. McCarthy still did not have a seat that fit. His official lap time in qualifying for the Monaco Grand Prix was 17 minutes five seconds and 924 fucking milliseconds or whatever. Oh shit. my God. So if what you was could, like the average at the time? Um, I don't know. Asking the hard hitting questions here just for you guys. 
because I, I need a comparison. I need to know if that's like it's bad, obviously, because now it's like what a Monaco lap is like a minute. The uh, <laughs> the the slowest. Oh, let me see. The slowest qualifier was the speed was a minute twenty seven. And he was seventeen minutes. Yeah, so he trundled around and just, fucking did not run a lap. Just, like I, oh my god, he was just. In my mom's car, vroom, vroom. Like, Sunday drive. Sunday drive. So every time I imagine like a driver going really slow, I'm never like, that's a driver going slow. Or whenever I imagine like that, like where drivers just like take their time yeah. and they're just like chilling. Like they're not, they're, nobody's pressing them for anything. I think of this. That's what I think about that they it's like going out of their head. <laughs> Probably was. <laughs> I don't like, know if there's any footage of I don't even there's like barely any footage of this car. Like, yeah. Um, but if there is, uh, you probably make an edit of that. On <laughs> um, but Roberto Moreno actually qualified for this race. I have no idea what uh, the lap time was, but he made the race and he calls this the biggest achievement of his career. And apparently there were people who were clapping him down the pit lane yeah. because this is everyone in the, everyone knows that this is the shittiest car I wrote Aww. in my notes here. This is basically, he qualified for the Monaco Grand Prix driving a shopping cart with an engine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So he oh actually made this he actually made this race 26 cars in the field. He was 19th on lap 11, basically because of retirements and his engine died. No. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor guy. And I don't, I don't want to spoil it, but this was the only race they ever made. This is the peak of their team right here. One race. <laughs> I was way overshooting then with three. So this is the peak of this team. It only goes downhill oh, from what we've no. what I've what I've said so far is the uphill. <laughs> <laughs> we are now at the top, everybody. Get ready for the descent. So before we even leave Monaco, this is just a rumor. Supposedly there was a set an assassination attempt on Andreas Sassetti. Apparently he was like in a club. And someone tried to shoot him, or they, and they like burnt the club down, or whatever. I what don't know a, if it was in Monaco, but this this happened. Like this, like someone tried to kill him. I, I hey, yo, Wattpad girlies, get on that. <laughs> Fucking write a, write a Wattpad about that. So, like I said, comparing him to Total Wolf or Christian Horner, we don't ever hear about their lives, their right. assassination attempts against um, them. them. So now on to round seven, the Canadian Grand Prix. Um, Sassetti did not pay Judd, which was the people who were building their engines. I don't think I mentioned that earlier. Judd. So he just didn't pay for them. So they didn't send them. So they showed up to the Canadian Grand Prix with everything except engines. <laughs> so they borrowed they borrowed one of them from a different team, but they only borrowed one. So Roberto Moreno got an engine. The other guy just got fucked what off. What team let them borrow an engine? That's what I would want to know. Um, it's another team. It's like it's called Brabham. It used to be like really successful, but by 1992, it was shit, shit junk. I guess they had the same engine, so I don't. Do you think I, they paid them? They're like, hey, yo, we'll give you some money. Probably. If you I, I don't. I, I assume so. I'm not just like, here you go, buddy. Here's a whole engine. <laughs> uh, it didn't matter because Roberto Moreno still failed to qualify. Aye, so. Aye, aye. 
round eight, France. Now, at that time, there was a strike or some of some sort. French truck drivers were setting up blockades across like the highways and stuff and not letting people pass through. Um, Despite this, every team made it to the French Grand Prix except for one. Can you guess which one? I'm going to go on a whim here. I'm going to just take a wild guess. Ferrari. It was not Ferrari. Damn it. It was Andrea Moda. It was this. Tell me why I had to think about it for a second. I was like, what team was around that I know from the 90s? I was like, Ferrari's been around forever. Ferrari. So uh, they did not attend the French Grand Prix. I didn't see anywhere that said they were fined, but I'm assuming they were since that was a thing that they tried to avoid well, in like Mexico. That, that, like unseen circumstances. It's like it's like nowadays if like someone's plane crashed. Yeah. I guess like, I could oh, see it, but given, find them. given the fact that every other team made it in and made it there, Fair. that might have been I didn't I didn't see anywhere that they were fine though, so I don't know. Um I don't know if that happened. We say we'll we'll just say they were. Yeah. So that's two hundred thousand dollars or something. I don't know. Nowadays it's like two million. <laughs> so round nine, the British Grand Prix. This is the first real sign that the team did not like McCarthy at all. One of the first. I think by now he had a seat that fit, but who really knows? He still didn't, <laughs> Poor he guy. Still didn't make a qualify. He's but they, there. they set him out for qualifying on wet tires when the track was completely dry. I don't even know if it was raining at that point. Bruh, <laughs> what the fuck? I've heard about some tire mishaps, but what the fuck? Um, Them so, shits look so different. How do you fuck that up? I don't know if it was an accident, honestly. Like, uh, <laughs> they were just like, fuck you. Here's some, here's some wet tires. Um, so both, Good luck. It didn't matter. But, well, both cars still failed to qualify. By now, this team was actually like reasonably sponsored yeah. up to this point. Yeah. So it was just mismanaged as hell. Yeah. Um, but by now, they basically had lost all their all sponsors. sponsors. I'm sure it just said Andrea Moda and on there and nothing else. Yeah. Round 10, the German Grand Prix. Uh, this was, this was actually a pretty uncontroversial weekend. I really could not find anything about this weekend. They both failed to qualify, but that's it. (laughs) Nothing else crazy. But other than that, pretty, pretty good. They put a a banana peel in the (laughs) pit lane. That's all (laughs) to fuck with it. Um, so, so yeah, nothing to say for Germany round 11, the Hungarian Grand Prix. They sent Pierre McCarthy out for qualifying with 45 seconds left in the session. They let him leave the pit lane. So obviously you can't make it around the track. If you go full, even if you had the best car ever, you can't make it around. You can't make it around hungry in 45 seconds. I would love to see that though. That'd be great. (laughs) Much less in the shittiest car ever built. So by this point, the FIA were like, yo, yo, fam, don't even come if you're not going to run your second car. Like if you're not going to do this, if you're shit. not going to, if you're not going to treat this with the utmost respect, get the fuck out. So that was kind of their, their warning. Um, and then round 12, the Belgium Grand Prix. Now, many newer F1 fans will probably, since if you've only just started watching in the last year, yeah, you did not see the Belgium Grand Prix because it was one lap and it rained and it all that. But it was the most exciting race of the year. What do you mean? <laughs> um, but the but Belgium Spa, the circuit, has one of the most dangerous corners in F1. It's the hill up. It's uh, Rad Eau Rouge to Radion. It's and crazy. It's a long looking. straight. The last driver 
to unfortunately die in F2. That was the corner that it was on. So it's oh. like a super dangerous corner. Um, Wasn't that back in like 2019? Yeah. Yeah. So that is a, that is a, it is a dangerous corner. Yeah. They still race on it. Um, of course, Andrea Moda has a story with this corner. Of course. So here's the deal. So McCarthy's car, he's driving up for qualifying. He's driving toward Eau Rouge, Radion, uh-huh. and his, bri- his drive shaft seized up. So he had no steering whatsoever, heading up the fastest fucking corner in the shittiest fucking car, and he's got no steering. Well, you need that. Yeah, you need that. You kind of do. Thankfully, it like came back. So he didn't wipe out. He didn't fucking die. Yeah. It came back and he, I don't exactly know when it happened. I don't know if it was on the corner or like heading into it, but still, I mean. He probably came into the pit lanes being like, yeah, I need some new fucking pants after that one. That one was a little so, spooky. So, so here's the thing. He brought it back to the pits and told the team, hey, this shit's brokey. <laughs> like this shit's broken. And they're like, this yeah. This shit don't work no more. They were like, yeah, we knew. It was in Roberto's Moreno's car, but we needed we need you had the fixed one, so we we put that one in your car and gave him the good one. Bruh, <laughs> what? I the wish you guys fuck? could see the reactions here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, the only thing I'm like relating it to is like last year when they were talking about Drive to Survive with like Nik- Nikita Mazepin. And make sure my like, we why is his car like that and my car like that? Like that's literally all I can think about. But still, that's fucked. So basically, almost killed the man. Yeah. Just so they were like, yeah. In some videos I've seen about this, they're like, they tried to kill him. Like some people think that this is like Andreas Sassetti, like so mad, mob ties, so mad that this guy's still driving his car when he wants the other guy with the money. Yeah. That they that he tried to kill him. I don't. I I, I don't know if I go that far, but the team I knew would. it was broken. So I would. Uh, I love drama. I would. So uh, that weekend, Andreas Sassetti was arrested in the paddock for unpaid car part invoices. Just so happens to coincidentally be <laughs> the same weekend that this shit happened. Oh my Not god! Not murder or anything, but unpaid. In- I mean, he's got a lot of history so far in F one and money shit. So yeah. Um, so he was arrested in the paddock, which I think is fucking hilarious. I feel like I've heard about that. I feel like I heard about an F one arrest. It may have been somebody else. Oh no, it was a driver that got arrested in Monaco. Oh damn. <laughs> I'll look it up afterwards for you. Go ahead. Um, so the FIA were like, uh, no. <laughs> so Andrea Moda was banned from competing. And the quote is failure to operate a team in a matter compatible with the standards of the championship or in any way brings the championship into disrepute. Sister snaps for <laughs> FIA. <laughs> Hell yeah, they did. So despite all this, uh, they still showed up to Monza. Uh, they were not allowed in the paddock. Yeah, fuck no. And that's the end of Andrea Moda. They did not make it to the end. There's still, what, three races left. Never scored a point. Never. Only made one race. Didn't finish. Um, and yeah, that is... That, like, exceeded my <laughs> expectations. <laughs> like, uh, in the... I have a, I don't really have a lot for the wrap-up. Like I said earlier, Andrea Moda, the shoe company... Yeah. Still allegedly exists. They have one store in Singapore, I, I guess. It. I've seen a picture of it, but I don't know anything about it. I, I just saw a picture um, of it. Andrea Sassetti is still around. I think he got arrested again at the end of like the 2010s. Um, P3 
Pierre McCarthy never drove an F1 again. I think Roberto Moreno did, but not to a lot of success. Yo, Max's dad got arrested for attempted murder. (laughs) (laughs) No fucking shot. Jos the boss, Verstappen, 49 for an F1 driver with a violent past. He beat his wife. Including an arrest for attempted murder who was brutal. Brutally driven on the career of his son. Oh my God. In 2012, when Max was just 15, his dad kicked him out of his van as a punishment for crashing in the second lap of the world championship kart race in Sereno, near Naples, Italy. The teen was abandoned at the petrol station until he was picked up by his mom. Going go-karting champion, Sophie Kempren, according to the reports, and did not speak to his dad for a week. Oh, Max weak. later recalled, <laughs> "Bro, I'd Max. never speak to his ass again. <laughs> Good, yeah, his ass would now be in the garage right now." <laughs> Max later recalled, "I should have won that race easily on the first lap. Someone overtook me and went, and I wanted to regain my position on the next lap. I tried to pass on a very fast turn. He didn't see me, and we hit. It was it was Charles Clark. <laughs> just an incident. What's happened with uh, Max? Nothing. Just, just an incident <laughs> on the race." Yeah. There you go. It's probably what his dad said after the police were like, what kicked him out of the van? He's my like, no. dad, my dad worked very hard that weekend. And I threw it all away. He was very angry and I didn't, and he didn't talk and didn't talk to me on the way home about five miles away. He said, he said something to me and we ended up arguing. Yost admitted, I didn't speak to him for seven, six or seven days. I knew what I was doing. I think it helped him and shaped him. It's not my job to advise him now. No fucking shit, bro. He's, he made more money than you ever have. Then, in January 2012, he was arrested for attempted murder following the claims that he drove a car into his ex-girlfriend in the Dutch city. <laughs> what? He was released after two weeks in jail, then was charged. Then the charge was withdrawn due to lack of evidence. Whoa. Max and Lewis are now neighbors in the tax haven of Monaco, and they would, and would find that they have a lot in common if they ever agreed to meet up for a drink. Thank you. Buzzfeed. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> just like a random quote. <laughs> so there you go. Not not the answer I was looking for, but like. <laughs> all right. So there you go. Thank you. Yeah. So that is the worst F one team ever. There are other there are other fun shitty teams from the nineties that maybe I'll talk about later, but none of them are quite like that. So, um, but yeah, that's that's all I have to say about Andrea Moda. Um, that's perfect. That's that's. I don't, I don't think. Can you imagine even something similar to this happening now? No, <laughs> I think it would be if like this happened today. That'd be a hell of a drive to survive episode. Oh my <laughs> god, that would be a whole fucking season. Um, yeah, that was good. I like it. That was very much a. Uh, I think I think for my next sprint episode, I'm gonna read us a fanfic. An F1 fanfic. I um, I uh, <laughs> I gotta I find went, a good one. Though. I went. I like went. On Wattpad, oh, I just God. like a googled F one fan fiction. I didn't read any of them because some of them, there's no way it takes this long. But some of them said it'll be like fucking six hours to like fucking do. But I read some of the bio, like read some of the abouts, and they are so like Alex and or this this made up girl Alex has been growing up with her best friend Max Verstappen. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. I would love that. That's what I want. Hold on. But I'd have to like, or I guess you can be in charge of that then. Some Um, of these are, there's a 59 minute one. 
I feel like a lot of them are like ripoffs. Twelve hours long. There's a lot of them that are like. Sarah, on, Sarah's getting her first opportunity with Torosso or some shit. On and off the track, Lando Norris. <laughs> this is definitely what's happening. I'm I'm not gonna read the whole thing because a lot of them are really fucking long. I'll maybe read like the first couple chapters. Or like I'll give you like a uh, There was one. I did read a section of one of them because there was like a graphic warning. Like these chapters contain graphic oh, shit. words so i did find one of the chapters to read it and it's just fucking like <laughs> i'll be there max for time <laughs> i think because like some of them are like ongoing like they're like constantly writing yeah. more chapters that's why they're so long the distance between us when violet brown gets the opportunity to interview an f1 driver in abu dhabi she doesn't have to think twice about it despite not really being a fan anymore it was been a dream to attend a race that one's about Daniel Ricardo. Yeah, why? F one funny quotes. You like that? That all? So yeah, yeah. That's the that's this sprint episode. I don't know how long it's going to be, but the recording's only forty six minutes. So hey, I'd there This will be the shortest episode yet. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you all so much for sharing. Uh, yeah, that's that's it for this one. That's a sprint. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. See you later. End. End. Outro. Goodbye. <laughs>